We're not. Are we recording? Wait, really? Yeah. Oh shit. Who are they? Who, Who are they really? Are they? Who? What motivates them besides a pizza pie? What is your first memory of the Ninja Turtles? I feel like my first memory of the Ninja Turtles might have been the movie, mm-hmm. or like they were just there. Right. You know what I mean? Wait. I remember it was the animated series because they were selling VHS tapes at Burger King. And my dad took me to Burger King like once a week for a month because they'd have a new VHS tape where you would get like two or three episodes on it. That you is like get the VHS tapes. Is it even appropriate to say VHS tape? Vid- video. Wait, what does VHS stand for? Uh, is it video head stuff? <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's what it is. Hey, can I get one of those video head stuff players? One of those newfangled VHS machines. Anyway, you could get those from Burger King. Yeah. That's crazy. It was amazing. Can you imagine like just stacks of videos inside of the greasy Burger King? I can. And I'd like to throw an idea at you because we live in the 2022 right now. We live in the world of Blu-rays and the digitals and all that stuff. Yeah. VHS tapes, and they don't really say this on the news and they don't put this in the movies, VHS tapes were everywhere. Oh, video home system. That's stupid. That's not nearly as good as <laughs> video head stuff. Video head Yo, stuff. give me some of the video head stuff. Now you ask me about my first experience with Liz, the Ninja Turtles. what was your very first experience with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? So the first thing I really remember is the movie, which did come out in 1990. So we 1990s? Yeah, so Whoa. neither one of us was probably five years old when it came out. There are people listening to this that are like, 1990, I was born seven years later. And yeah, that's fine. Uh. So uh, I was born in December of 85. 85. So I was four and a half or something when this movie came out. And I was enchanted. And... Enchanted. I don't know why a four-year-old would want that movie so much. Are you kidding me? It's I amazing. I was completely obsessed with this movie. And uh, we lived in Atlanta at the time. And somehow, one of my parents, it was like a friend of a friend, got hold of... All this video head stuff. All this video head stuff. <laughs> uh, got hold of an autograph from one of... They like knew somebody who worked on the movie or something got an autograph from one of the guys inside the turtle suits. Which one? I I don't... I think it was Leonardo, because that was definitely my favorite at the time. Uh, and it was just scrawled on a piece of lined notebook paper, and that was framed in my bedroom for my entire childhood. I love that. <laughs> That's my favorite thing about your upbringing now. But my my favorite part about this is like, could that have just been a random scribbling that somebody did? Possibly. Sure. I couldn't tell you the name of that person who was in that suit. I didn't like. I didn't know anything except for I was like, "That's a Ninja Turtle autograph," and I loved it so much. And it was in like a fancy, nice frame. Hell yeah! Yeah. Why is that not hanging in our home right now? Where is this? I couldn't tell you where it is now. This is a crime. There was. I think there was a house fire at some point that maybe killed it. I don't know, but no, like, it survived. It lives on in my memory. Uh, yeah. And I did love, I loved the cartoon. Um, and this may be an appropriate transition, but I loved the Nintendo Hell yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game, uh, which I guess may be an unpopular opinion, but I really had a good time with it. No, it's super good. It's yeah. super good. And forgive me. I did not realize how much in common 
we had with the Ninja Turtles. Because you telling me this story, I'm suddenly reminded of something. Uh-oh. I used to work at That's not the thing. But I had the ability to pitch something at seven or eight years ago called Games. And the guy that I had to pitch this to, I did like this whole pitch deck. I rehearsed. I was so excited to do this. And I had some good data. We didn't go through with it. But the guy I had to convince was Raphael Stuntman in the Ninja Turtles movie. Because I worked at Groupon? Yeah. I walked into his office and he had Raphael's hand enshrined in a glass case. And I walked in. I was like, oh, it's that? He goes, that was Raphael. Like, what the hell? The guy just says, I'm Raphael. And then I had to give a presentation. And they didn't do digital gaming. They were scared. (laughs) They were scared. They were like, this kid. That guy probably got your presentation, and then as soon as you went out the room, he just put it in the shredder. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Well done. Well done. We should probably uh, get started with this here episode. Then um, we're should... clearly out of practice at opening bullshit. No, it's fine. It's fine. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna edit this up. Liz, should we start the theme song? I guess we should. Right about now. Zoink. Welcome to The Cooperatives, a podcast about cooperative games and the people who play them. I'm Aaron. And I'm Liz. And today we're talking about TMNT Shredder's Revenge. <laughs> that makes it sound like a Spanish title. TMNT. TMNT. Uh, it does, and I will not shy away from that. Shredder's Revenge is a game that was published by .emu Games and developed by tribute games so liz we got into the intro talking about a little bit about our our turtle backstory um i i've been making a list of things because we've been looking to record this episode ever since we finished teenage mutant ninja turtle shredders revenge mm-hmm. there's one burning question i have if leonardo leads donatello does machines if Raphael is cool but rude michelangelo is a party dude if you are not allowed to have those attributes and you were the fifth turtle, what do you do? So you can't lead, be a party dude, be cool but rude, or... You can't do machines. You can't do machines. And Liz reads. Yeah, that's probably... <laughs> <laughs> but leads and reads doesn't work so well. It, it works with the theme song. Leonardo leads. Could it, could it be reads. like, and Liz is their attorney. <laughs> <laughs> And Liz files takedowns. <laughs> yeah, no, that that goes with the vibe. Everyone loves pizza, but Liz preserve uh, Liz prefers a calzone. That's true. It always goes just a little bit over there. It's like a pizza, but easier to hold. Okay, Adam Scott. Is that his thing? That's I like his whole thing on Parks and Rec. Is like I he do, loves calzones. He does love calzones. Yeah. That's also, true. Anyway, TMNT. Uh, sorry, TMNT. Shredder's Revenge is a game that we played on the PlayStation system we played it on the five yeah this game is on everything a little bit of of tech stats before we get into it this game is maybe a gigabyte on the ps5 but it's also available on switch it's available on pc it's available on xbox if you have game pass the best deal in gaming it is on xbox it retails for 24.99 i'm really happy with the purchase liz can you tell us a little bit about what what is this game like if you haven't played a Ninja Turtles game before? If you've never played a Ninja Turtles game, um, that's going to be maybe kind of challenging. But, it, you know, it's a, it's a side-scrolling 
fighting arcade style type mm-hmm. game. Um, you can actually have up to six people playing, which is crazy. Awesome. Um, and that is that can be couch co-op or uh, what is it called? Internet Online? co-op. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? What are these newfangled VHS co-ops? We're newfangled doing? VHS online co-ops. At six is a lot on on the screens <laughs> at lot. once, uh, and which. With six, you could have all four of the Ninja Turtles, plus April O'Neil is available immediately. And then after the first playthrough, skip this if you don't want a spoiler, but you will have Casey Jones. Yo, you can also get Splinter, though. I imagine that you can at some point. Oh, no, no. He's unlocked from the beginning. Oh, You can correct. have all four yeah, Turtles. Yeah, you're right. I do remember that. Yeah, but like nobody wanted to be Splinter. I mean, I so I played as Donatello in oh, our yeah. first playthrough because I always love machines uh, i do love machines i love the reach i love the donatello reach <laughs> that's what he calls it <laughs> it's really weird you see yeah. him online talking about the donatello reach and right. you're like hey man stop you know what it is um i mean i uh, you know i love machines he's the nerd turtle and i'm into that but also uh but my favorite color is blue growing up and so i was really into leo as well but mm-hmm. anyway like i mentioned so you got the two nerds the two nerds, yeah. exactly. Well, he's the leader, right? And that's Leonardo's not... a dork, not a nerd. You're uh, right. Kind of. So anyway, I don't know. Uh, I imagine that th- this will stay in the intro, but I mentioned that <laughs> I I played the Nintendo Ninja Turtles game, which I think is just called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, there, there's a lot of NES games. The two that I think we know the most are the, uh, the side-scrolling one that is terribly difficult with the underwater stages but then then there's there's also like a three quarters top down thing when you're like it's like kind of mario-ish like you go into these Mm -hmm. side scrolling levels but then you're like on top of a building for part of it as well Yeah, yeah that is teenage mutant ninja turtles the teenage mutant ninja turtles the arcade game one is just a port of the arcade game it doesn't look as good i didn't even know that was an arcade game anyway the other one that we've talked about a lot is turtles in time hell yeah that's one that I feel like most people talk about. That's the one I hear about the most. That's the revered one. That was yeah. the Super Nintendo one. I, I have a really nice story about that. Basically, it all comes down to this. I got very sick. I think I got pneumonia when I was younger. <laughs> this nice story is off to a rough start. <laughs> anyway, I'm a ghost. Uh, <laughs> I'm the ghost turtle. I like spooks. That, that's, your, that's your fifth turtle thing. Uh, but my mom went to... Uh, do two things. I said I wanted pizza and I wanted a video game. And I'm like eight. I was just like, please, just anything. And she came back with uh, a Pizza Hut pizza, which choice. Pizza Hut personal pan pizza, pepperoni and cheese, mm, all day long. But also, she got me a Spider-Man comic, which was not the start of my Spider-Man fandom, but like, it definitely fueled the fire a bit. Mm-hmm. And she got me two games. One was Final Fantasy 3 slash 6 on the Super Nintendo, which... I ended up loving and cherishing to this day. And the other was Turtles in Time. And I had a really weird interaction with her after that because Turtles in Time is not a long game. I beat it in an hour. And my mom was just like, I spent all this money on this video game. And you finished it in an hour. And I looked back at her and I said, oh, no, I played as Raphael. I have to go through and play as the other three turtles. And she looked at me and said, why would you ever want to do that? (laughs) Like, I have pneumonia, mom. I'm gonna do this. This is giving me joy. It's funny. Maybe it's not that, a nice story. I mean, 
yeah, it's it's pretty. It's very nice that she got you that pizza. And yeah. I feel like at that time, the pizza probably came with like a Land Before Time hand puppet or something. Oh, my God. <laughs> so. All these newfangled Land Before Time VHS tapes. <laughs> so what I love about that story is that that is something you would still do today. <laughs> like b- between the two of us, you are so into like consuming media and then immediately reconsuming it. <laughs> Whereas I'm like, I read that book once. I will never read it again in my life, with some exception. I thought you were going to say you were very into consuming a whole pizza and finishing a video game in one night. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good. I wasn't going to go there, but that's also maybe true. Man, hey, listeners out there, if you've ever consumed a whole pizza and finished a video game in one night, you know what I mean. Yeah. Whomst amongst us. among us hasn't. Uh, so I feel like we're getting a little off track. To circle back to why I brought back mm-hmm. up, why I brought up the Nintendo Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game originally is because uh, I played as Donatello in that game, which is anybody who recalls that game knows that the Donatello reach is really important <laughs> in that one. Reach. And so I got really used to playing him because the bow staff was like super awesome. Yeah. And in that game, if you played as Raphael, you're, it was like one pixel. I was feel very reach. attacked that you looked right at me as you said Raphael, but also he's the emo Turk. Like in, thank you. That's why I love him. In Shredder's Revenge, all the turtles have different attributes. Right. So Donnie has reach, but he doesn't have, he has like one star for power. Raphael, no reach, very strong. Right. Very strong they did a great job of actually addressing that disparity that was probably also addressed in subsequent games. But um, something else that was really cool in this one in terms of the way it plays is everybody has specials. Mm-hmm. So so in a, in a lot of like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle games over the years, especially the arcade ones, they can be a little samey. I think bit. in the way that they play, please don't at me if you think that's a terrible take, but um, <laughs> this was like very gratifying to play. I feel like the move sets were not super complicated, but there were actually noticeable different things you could do. Um, the specials were a nice way to have a powerful move, whether you kind of know what you're doing or not. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really easy to pick somebody up and throw them into the screen, <laughs> which is really fun. and. I just felt like it did a it was a very accessible game, which the arcade games are not always accessible. Um, so I thought that was like a really cool part of it and makes it a great co-op opportunity for playing with like if you have a partner who is a less skilled video game person or a younger kid who wants to play with you or even somebody who's like just not very dexterous and wants to play, you can get by with button mashing. And one more thing I'll say on that topic, speaking of like playing with somebody who's maybe less skilled or something like that, there's a way to transfer health between players that is so cute. It, you high five and <laughs> then you can give them some of your hit points, um, which is really great, again, for anybody who has struggled with this kind of game in the past. Yeah. And I really like that you bring up the fact that you can still button mash and have a good time before you start. Oh, man, I, I groaned. There's about 17 screens of tutorial. (laughs) And when I saw like page one of 17, I was like, oh man, did they like put Street Fighter Hadoukens in this? Is this going to be really complicated? You can still go through this game and do special moves and really pay attention to your health and really kind of metagame. 
but it's not necessary. Mm -hmm. In fact, there are three difficulty settings, which I don't believe existed in any of the previous arcade-like TMNT games. Liz and I wanted to have a really good time, so we selected the easiest difficulty, <laughs> which I appreciate. No. It's called Chill. Yeah, it was chill. It's called chill. And like we finished this game in two hours. We got on the couch. This game didn't feel long. I think it lasted 90 minutes and it keeps getting shorter. I thought it took more this like game three hours. Three minutes. And then you just said two hours and then 90 minutes. So I don't know, but it felt it felt short, whatever it was. We we did it in like one afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. No potty breaks. None at all. It was great. <laughs> Thank you for that we, we detail. Didn't, we didn't need to get up for snacks. But from the time we chose our turtles and went through all you know, 13, 14 stages, I really felt like I had a good, complete meal mm -hmm. in a way. Uh, the thing that I wanted to ask you is, I feel like if you're into the Ninja Turtles, you're kind of already in the market for this. Like if you're, if you love Turtles in Time, if you love tournament fighters if you love the animated series or any of the movies that have come out you're probably in the market to buy this game and if you look at reviews the reviews are pretty good the thing i want to ask you liz this podcast is called the cooperatives how much of the experience do you think was enhanced by the co-op elements we already talked a bit about exchanging health there's some team-up attacks what would you say makes the co-op special in this game I think you just hit the nail on the head. The team up attacks were I don't I like don't know that I ever did that on purpose. <laughs> that was cuz I think it, you know, it is an arcade style game. So there's like foot foot footmen. The, the foot clan. The foot well, clan. Okay, it's footmen, but like they're very clearly robots and it's right, been a while. Yeah. I didn't think they were robots. So like the the footy clan or whatever they're they're called. The putties. The putties. Yeah. yeah. Um <laughs> they're like running around all over the screen and and it like any arcade game, there's sort of um, like four different levels. There's like front and right behind and right behind and right behind. So it's a little hard to to arrange it so that both of you are like on the two sides of, of a person on the same plane to do. And I don't even know what button you'd pick. But anyway, that happened accidentally sometimes. Um, to me, the high five mechanic is just so important for the co-opness of it. Um, you can also, if somebody quote unquote dies, you can revive them. Um, so in that sense, it's just easy to play mm -hmm. with multiple people. I think those things made the co-op part of it really fun. And, and the fact that like both of you can have specials kind of going at the same time. Like there were a couple of times when we just... Oh my god! Completely those wiped are a so boss fun. out so fast because, like, while you were doing your special, I was powering my special up, and then I would do mine. Um, which you know, some again, we played it on the chill, <laughs> the chill setting. Uh, some people might not prefer that, but to me, that makes it a more fun time, which is sometimes important in cooperative video games, like mm -hmm. couch co-ops, because if one person's getting super frustrated, it's not really a fun time, and it's not like a board game where you kind of have time to sit with your decisions um so yeah to me that is what the co-op helps um in terms of what i have called co-op purity in the past and i'm trying to come up with <laughs> a better Liz term for it because it feels weird like co-op cooperative integrity Co maybe i don't know i'll, I'll think about it co-op rules of the road but but it's not about rules of the road it's about like how much of this is dependent on it being a cooperative game I would say not really, right? Like you could play this whole game by yourself 
Um, but even though you could play it by yourself, there are a lot of mechanics that make it fun to play with other people. Yeah. And you could totally play this game solo, like you said, and have a good time. However, I can't think of a time I played a Ninja Turtles game by myself. Even when I played Turtles in Time, when my mom got me the pizza at pizza, she watched it the entire time. And she was like, oh, wow, it's just like the animated show. You could play this game solo. You could play it online with other people. This is a very strong couch co-op game. Right. I am waiting for the day we can have four other people over, get on the couch, and just breeze through this campaign on chill and just have some fun. And, um, yeah, but why don't you talk a little bit about your experience? You played online I did. with four or five other people. Yeah. I, th- I Why don't you talk about what that was like? Because as an observer, it was kind of messy. Well, yeah, <laughs> it is chaotic to say the least. You can actually level up your characters as you play through the campaign. By the time we finished our chill campaign, your Donnie, my Raph were level nine. W- is it nine? Yeah. Cool. It's whatever whatever gets you like multiple special attacks, multiple health, you become like a super turtle. Hooray. Since I already beaten the game, I said, I'm going to jump into an online session as Casey Jones, level zero. I had no idea that I would be thrown into whatever random game they had. So I'm at the last level where you're fighting, spoiler, and I'm zero and I'm getting my ass knocked out every time. And people just have to keep coming over and reviving me. If we were all at the same level, or if we were all on the same couch, it would probably be more fun. Mm-hmm. Not being able to have that personal experience of being able to look at somebody else and laugh and you know tell them that I need revive or just like, please leave me to die. <laughs> you go fight this crazy monster that we're fighting. Because everyone just kept getting me up and then I get knocked out and rinse and repeat for literally 10 minutes. They scale some of the uh, enemy's damage to go up. So... Destiny's really good at <laughs> Destiny's really good at this. Sorry, I'm going to keep referencing Destiny continually throughout this podcast. But it must be like if there's two turtles, it's 1.2 times health. If there's four turtles, it's 1.4. With all six, this boss felt insurmountable. But also level zero and everyone kind of had to like, I, right. I, I felt like Hector being dragged behind at Troy. It was terrifying. And the screen was just very a crowded lot. and chaotic. A lot. Yeah. Um, not to say that you shouldn't do it, but just know that it will just be like kind of a fun, messy situation if you do that. And, yeah. And not like a strategic challenge situation. Still fun. Maybe don't go right to the end. Maybe you start at stage one. Right. That would be a little bit better. Yeah. And and you kind of touched on this a little bit when you were talking about the boss, which you said spoiler, but uh, I did want to mention... In terms of content, this is a very, um, I don't know the best way to put it. It's a very classic Ninja Turtles run. It's, it, there's no new fancy surprises. It's, it's a greatest hits. Traditional enemies, traditional bosses, no fun, different story. It's really just about kind of taking that classic Ninja Turtles arcade type experience and kind of buffing it just a little bit to make it a little shinier and a little bit more fun. So you're totally right. You're 100% accurate. I feel like the way you're talking about it makes it seem like it's all right. But yeah. the, the entire time, it felt like I was just eating a giant candy bar. It was such a joyful experience. 
it feels like Tribute Games, who made it, really understood what the audience wanted. It's it's almost like Tribute Games is a good name yeah, for right? that company. <laughs> but like they redo the intro to the animated show at the start of the game. Mm-hmm. It's got full voice acting. Cameos appear every single level with people from the comics, from the show. It really feels like it, an extension of that old animated series. True. Yeah, I, I should clarify if my tone was not excited enough. Uh, it was it was really fun. Like, I liked that it was the classic thing. To me, you know, like I said, I was a huge fan when I was in grade school. But I'm not, like, up on the hot new <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, whatever. Like, if it was, like some deep cut stuff like i would have probably still had a great time but i liked that it was kind of a revamp of the classic Mm -hmm. because as somebody who is in my mid-30s and was a huge fan in the 80s and early 90s like i was familiar with everything that was happening i thought it was a really good time yeah and i will recommend this to pretty much anybody yeah i i don't want to say it's like bulletproof i can see there's people out there that might want more of a challenge, but like there's no achievements or trophies that are going to award you for that. Yeah. It just feels like a really nice. My mom and dad used to be in a bowling league Mm -hmm. and I would save my quarters every week so that when they went to bowl, I could play turtles in time on this crappy arcade where if you walked in, you might lose a sneaker because the soda on the floor was just like the 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 layer, right? Right. And I remember going in with like $10 thinking like this is the infinite lives I need to get to the end of Turtles in Time and beat Shredder. And I lived for that Friday night like every two weeks. I, I, I was so excited about that. The fact that a game like this can bring that sense of joy and like, hit all the nostalgia triggers that I need Mm -hmm. and not charge me an arm and the leg unless you're going to limited run, which, hey, more power to you. It it just feels like it knows exactly what it wants to do. It does that thing really well. Doesn't overstay its welcome. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, make more of these. Yeah, so so we finished it. And I, you know, Aaron, you frequently will like finish a whole game in a day that's Mm -hmm. like a you know especially if you you play a lot of indies and stuff like that and eat a whole pizza (laughs) um i don't do that as much like i i have a little bit more limited time to play games and so i end up being like you know i'm obviously obsessed with horizon Mm -hmm. and so like i i will play these like narrative single player games forever but this was the first time i've played a game like this where we played it all the way through and when it was done, I was like, I want to play more. Yeah. Like, if they make a sequel to this, I'll be excited Absolutely. to play it. It's a great, like, Saturday afternoon. And you don't have to play the whole thing in one sitting. But that's just what we did. It didn't take that long. It was a really good time. I would love to play this game with our nieces and nephews. That's what I've actually been thinking the whole time. That it's a, to me, this is a great game for, like, a, a, your nibblings or, like, you know, if you have kids that are in grade school. Did you say um, nibblings? Even, yeah. Oh, like Nieces siblings. Nieces and nephews. But, all right. Yeah, yeah. It's a very interesting word. I like it. Nibblings. Yeah, it's, it's fun. <laughs> I'm also a little hungry. Yeah. So like, I, I hear like <laughs> those little niblets. 
Little niblets. Yeah. Yeah. Nibblings. Play this with your niblets. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to try to use it before the end of the episode. Oh, so well, it, like, you've just worked, used it several times. No, but times. like in a, I'm going to try to use it in an organic way. Mm, okay. You know I mean? It's not good. I can already tell it won't be organic, but w- I'm, I'm willing to roll with it. I'm sensing a lack of support here. Maybe I should talk to my nibblings because they would really give me the support I need. So one thing that we used to do on this show that I think we are going to continue to do <laughs> is we would always say like, what is something that you learned about your partner? Yeah. Or, you know, a general observation from playing together. And I, you know, we, we kind of got to a point where it was like, oh, we, we know a lot about each other. So <laughs> we're not like learning brand new things anymore. Well, I learned a thing about Leonardo's autograph. Yeah. You learned that from this, from this podcast. And, and so we'll still kind of generally do that, but it won't always maybe be new stuff. It might just be like general observations about playing something like this with a person that you're in a relationship with. Liz has a fifth toe. Yeah. It was so weird that I revealed that to you while we were playing this game and not at any other time in our marriage. Yeah. Yeah. It just sort of appeared. Wait, did I say fifth toe or sixth toe? (laughs) <laughs> the, the crazy part is i do only have five so well, now because that sixth one got out of here <laughs> uh what did you did you learn anything real <laughs> wow what a big question hey in the middle of playing this ninja turtles arcade game did you learn anything real you know there were a few parts of this game where uh as you're going level to level you've got hit points you've got your life bar and sometimes there will be a pizza on the ground and if that was real life you would not want that pizza but in the world of ninja turtles it heals you and um i think this is kind of a nice light co-op game for us to get back into the swing of things mm-hmm. and uh there was one moment midway through the game where i needed a pizza and you let me have it <laughs> and i was like Oh yeah. I'm not like this is what co-op is. It is it is helping your team. Um and that made me really happy. There were other times where I didn't get the pizza and I didn't say anything, but <laughs> I was gonna say you're some... making it sound like it's crazy that I would let you have the pizza. No. Like I'm in charge. No, but... no, but it it was just a nice reminder of like, oh, right. this is what this is all about. And I don't know, it just kind of warms my heart whenever that did happen. Um, it's like a fun moment it's a fun moment to be like oh we are doing this together we're looking out for each other's needs and likewise if you took a pizza that I desperately needed you would then throw yourself into the fray (laughs) and I would be like I'm just going to sit back here until you can have five the problem is that usually between the two of us I was the person who was more likely to need help interesting would they denote that at the end of the level in any way shape oh or my form? gosh so thank you for bringing that up that was one thing I did want to talk about I have to look at my camera because I think I took a picture last time so something that this does which I guess is this is like a warning for it because when you play cooperative games with people some people will be competitive no matter what and you kind of have to take that into account with the way the types of games you play, the way you play them, the way you mm-hmm. handle the situation. So at the end of each episode, which is kind of similar, the it's kind of similar to like the old Mario games where you like go to a little dot on a screen and then there's a level and then it's done. And it then is you, very much like Mario yeah. three. Yeah. Um, and I think there were like 13 or something, something like that. Like and, that. And there's some like other stages where you can go visit people that live on the map yeah, but. sure. So at the end of each stage, 
there's a little thing that comes up, sort of like any arcade game where it's like, here's how long you spent, here's how many points you got, whatever. Um, and then it'll it'll say total <laughs> knockouts for each player. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm looking at one I took a picture of where you had 66 knockouts mm. and I had 63. So it's like, oh, Aaron had the highest knockout. Pretty clear winner. But then, then they'll be like, don't worry, you get an award to the person who didn't have the <laughs> highest amount. And the award I got was the tank award, which is for most damage taken. <laughs> so... While I do love this game, it's a little bit of a, a backhanded... Yeah. <laughs> a lot of co-op games do that, where it's like, you weren't the best, but you got hit the most. Yeah. I just The first time it happened, it made me laugh so hard. And th- so it, there's some similar ones. And, and it's not always the person who doesn't mm-hmm. win who gets it. Sometimes you win, and then you also get the, the quote-unquote award. Uh, but it was pretty funny can i can i divert from ninja turtles for a brief moment to talk about another game i played why the heck not sure it's our show yeah yeah ha we're in charge i just played and completed a game on game pass called as dusk falls which is uh it's a game by a developer called interior night i believe it's on game pass so if you got game pass go get it if you don't have game pass i don't know how to sell you on it better than it's the best deal in gaming but as Dusk Falls is a choose-your-own-adventure game where you're making ethical choices over the course of the five chapters of the game. Hopefully. Yes, hopefully ethical. At the end of each chapter, it will give you awards like that where it will say, you made this choice or your your decisions did this. And one of the choices was like, because you always get three. The first one said, you made the most ethical choices. The second one says, you made the bloodiest choices. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. And I know it's an algorithm. I know it's a script that takes a look at everything. And there's no human element to it. But that is something about co-op games that I wish could get a little bit more textured. I'm not saying Shredder's Revenge needs this. And for the record, As Dusk Falls, great game. Go play it. It's super good. Shredder's Revenge doesn't need some like very complex reward system at the end but when it does come out like that it's very funny yeah it was really funny and just you know like a a nice little textural mm-hmm. element uh so yeah and in terms of observations for us playing together i you know i didn't learn anything new about you <laughs> i didn't learn shit <laughs> i didn't learn shit i let you have the pizza um <laughs> It was really nice to do a couch co-op game. I yeah, I guess I did learn a little bit because like I said, you do this kind of thing fairly frequently. Like you just brought up another one that you played all the way through. And I don't always understand, like, not that I don't understand that, but it, I'm um, sometimes like, that's great for you. That's not really for me. But this was the first time I was like, oh, I feel like a sense of accomplishment. Like we went, it's like, we watched a whole movie. Like we, we did this whole thing together. I remember when I said, we can probably get through the whole game. You were like, okay. <laughs> right. Well, cause you've said that before when it's like, it takes eight hours. And I'm like, that's a long time. <laughs> uh, even though I could conceivably spend eight hours playing a, like dragon age or something. It just, that's a long time for something like this. It's it really, you put it well when you said it doesn't overstay its welcome. It's a, a good length for the type of game it is. Um, and you know, it is in stages, so it's really easy to break up if you need to do that. Cause mm-hmm. I know if you were playing with like a seven year old or something, even like a two hour game could be a lot. So, 
so I feel like we're in agreement. Great game. Totally recommend for pretty much anybody. And mm-hmm. it's on every platform, every video game platform imaginable. So go get it. Question is, Liz, who's your favorite Ninja Turtle? But I feel like we've covered this a little bit, but it's probably Donatello slash Leonardo. Okay, but I you pick just picked half. two? <laughs> yeah. I, I need you to pick between Leo and Donnie. I pick uh, cool colors. So purple. Blue and purple are both cool colors. I, this is still two turtles. What? Why are you doing this? <laughs> I'm just, because my favorite's Raph. Yeah. And I feel like growing up, Michelangelo was like the guy. Michelangelo was the Ninja Turtles to me. I loved Mikey. And as I've gotten older, I'm like, what do you bring to the group, Mikey? Nunchucks. Not a great reach. And like being a party dude doesn't do much to fight crime. Yeah. But it does help with morale. He's like the bard. Okay. Yeah. All right. I can get behind that. He's the bard. Raph's the rogue. Leo's a paladin. Donatello's a mage. That's probably why I like Donatello the most. I have a question, and this is embarrassing. What's a paladin? Uh, it's kind of like a holy knight. Okay, so is it like a lot of it's spells? Like, it's like a... I, I'm, now someone's going to yell at me. Everybody, I feel like everybody has some kind of spells they could do. Um, I, paladins probably have access to some kind of magic. Why are they going to yell at like, you? I asked what a paladin is. I don't know what a paladin is. It's like... Uh, it's like kind of like a your standard like good guy knight hero type okay. person i okay. believe so to me like being just the leader guy it's like a tiny bit bland paladins to me it's a tiny bit bland okay cuz i'm i'm playing more D&D and i always go rogue because that's just how i do right and paladin i feel like i've seen a lot of people play a paladin differently game to game but yeah, I think that fits Leo. You said that Raph was a rogue, though? Yeah, I, I think, think so. I think he's more like a barbarian. Barbarians are, like, just beefy. Have you seen him? Raph's whole thing is being, like, a dark, angry little dude. Dark, angry, so he's a goblin. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what I should have said. <laughs> like, there's three turtles and one orc, and that orc has a red bandana. Uh, great, I think we all learned... Well, now I've learned something about my wife. She thinks that Raphael is an orc. That's very, very good. Hey, Liz, do you have any parting thoughts before we close up shop on this year episode of The Cooperatives talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge, developed by Tribute Games and published by .emu? No, I think we pretty much covered it. Do you think I did a good job with that run where I said the name of the game and everything else after it? I think you did an excellent job. Thank you. I was preparing for it, but I forgot to mention once again that it is available on every video game platform for $24.99 or on Game Pass just go download it. Nice. Uh, did I have any parting thoughts? Um, Chewie, do you have parting thoughts? He's sleeping. Look at him. What a yeah. trucker. Should we... How did we segue to the outro? How did we used to do that? Thank you for listening <laughs> to our radio show. Radio show. Oh, you can't... Here's the thing. If you call this a radio show... And if we didn't know about VHS tapes in the beginning, people are actually going to think that we're out of touch and we don't know about technology. Well, maybe it's just like a fun meta thing we're doing because we played a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade style game today. Arcade style. Oh, man. I really want pizza now. This podcast is produced every other week for our enjoyment and yours. 
Come back often and feel free to add the cooperatives to your favorite podcatcher. Reviews are very welcome and help the show succeed. Review the show. What? Review the show. Oh, I was going to be like a subliminal voice. Oh, Review you were sub- sublimating me. <laughs> so Review That's probably not right. You can also follow the cooperatives on Twitter at cooperativespod and on Facebook at facebook.com slash cooperativespod. If there's a particular game you think we should play and discuss, please don't hesitate to send us an email at cooperativespod at gmail.com or leave us a message on social media. All links are in... All links... (laughs) Jesus Christ. Oh. (laughs) My. God. Hey, cool trim pants. You want to do it again? <laughs> All links are in the show notes. No. <laughs> oh my god. It's been too long since we've done this. And we can't say words anymore. What links? I put links to the stuff that we talk about. All right. Every Do you read the show notes? <laughs> No, I don't read show notes on I, any podcast. I, I always put a link to the website of the game that we cover, the publisher, the developer, and where they can purchase it. Okay. <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe you. I'm keeping this in. I'm keeping this in. Links for Cold everything. Shrimp hands. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, I won't I won't do anything. Thanks for nothing and see you next time. <laughs> <laughs> Links for everything that we discussed today are in the show notes. Thanks and see you next time. Bye. <laughs>